All right, welcome back. Episode 50, just wanted to give a little intro here to this episode because we made it to episode 50. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. We were just looking at our first ever episode and we, we looked like four years younger. Oh, easily. <laughs> Probably five, dude. We look, we look 20 years old. In I looked, Kevin was still in the army. I was fresh out the army. I had the fresh cut. Oh, man. Um, Yo. <laughs> yeah, we've come a long way. Goals have changed. Everything's changed. We never saw this as a full-on, full-time thing that could actually happen. We knew we could do it, but we were trying to figure out stuff on our own and trying to figure out a different business or something like that. And I wanted to open a gym by 30, so I was figuring out stuff for that. And like I said, goals have changed. Um I'm looking to go get a doctorate in psychology now, back to school. Watch out, yo. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. It's I finally have a goal for going to school. The people, you know, the veterans using the GI Bill, get a goal and chase after a goal. Otherwise, you're just in those classes and it sucks. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, you're spinning like, the wheels for nothing, for? man. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it feels feels really good to have a goal. Um feels weight. I mean, we did this year and a half ago is when we got that other episode up the first ever episode and just this this year and a half of change has been unbelievable i'm in a much better place mentally physically spiritually religiously um you name it and it just it feels great how are you feeling about it Kevin? bro i'm i'm great if you had told me when we did that one like the first one that we did i was on my cell phone i had a cro <laughs> i had a chromebook i didn't even have a computer and I'm like on my cell phone, just trying to get some content out. And I'm like, it don't matter, dude. We're going to look back at this and laugh. And that's what we're doing right now. And I'm super proud of how far we came because 50 episodes is a lot. And uh, I'm just really blessed to have everyone tuning in. So yeah, episode 50, we got Justin on and we're going to get into some religion because one of the biggest things Trev and I struggle with is anxiety and the fear of the unknown. And I'm a big believer that everyone should believe in a higher power. It doesn't have to be a specific one. But one of the biggest things that helps with is not fearing the unknown and trusting what you don't know. So we get into a lot of religion stuff on the podcast. May not be your cup of tea, but if it is, I think you're really going to love it. Yeah. Regardless, though, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for getting us to episode 50. We get, I mean, we get about 50 watches each episode, and that's enough for me to want to keep going um we're ramping it up now uh we'll be getting the the shop back open the merch back open getting some more designs done and yeah just very excited for the future because now it's a little more serious now <laughs> now we oh, got man. we got goals with the podcast we got connections for the podcast and i mean i expect nothing but going up from here man we started at the bottom we're at that first tick we hit we hit a little down tick and now we're going right back up. So as is life, bro. Big yeah. things to come. I'm sure we're gonna get an episode 100 or a thousand and look back at this and think, bro, we yeah. didn't know anything. <laughs> we didn't know anything back then. Look how young we were, bro. <laughs> yeah. But that that's life. That's what makes this stuff fun. So yeah, you know, and that, really that was a big reason why I wanted to start doing it too, is just to be able to look through our own little time capsule. Like to be able to show episode one to our kids and then this episode. <laughs> oh. Or the 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 thousandth episode, dude. Like it, it's crazy, and I'm just I'm so blessed to have everyone watching. So yeah, but if you can subscribe, like, and uh, go leave us a review. We uh, we're looking to get some more reviews. I guess that's how you you get up the numbers on Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. So Drop we'll leave the comments. link down below, of course. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all in next episode. Enjoy this one. Absolutely. Episode five zero. Come on, baby. We've made it five oh to a hundred. Uh this episode, a little special, a little different than what we uh normally do. Um I've first off, first off, how we doing? How we doing, Justin? Welcome to the show. We'll start I'm there. doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, we're doing fantastic, man. Another great day in paradise. How about yourself, Kev? Doing phenomenal for uh y'all don't know, but we were watching John Wick before this. 
And if you haven't seen John Wick and you're a dude, check it out. You're going to like it. Yes, Have your wife sir. go get her nails or something, but check out yeah. John Wick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to be covering a bit of Christianity. Justin wanted to give his testimony, and I thought it would be pretty perfect because this past week I had my own. I My car was down. had to get to work at like 2, 1.30, 2.30, something like that. And so my mom dropped me off at the Books a Million around noon. And I did not have the idea of getting a Bible until I walked in there and saw a Bible section. I said, oh, well, let me go kind of search search for a new Bible. And there was a guy down at the bottom of the aisle, Mike, who just, I don't know. I looked at him. I was like, man, I should say something to him. I didn't say anything. And sure enough, he came walking on over. So what is it, time for a new Bible? And I told him, yeah, I got King James. I don't know how to read it. <laughs> it's it's like, <laughs> like Shakespeare. It's hard as hell. Um, so I'm just looking for something new. And turns out he was a pastor down the road. He was kind of giving me the rundown of of what kind of Bible set, like what different versions are. So I ended up with Christian Standard. I normally read English Standard, but I ended up with Christian Standard. And he ended up praying for me and kind of helping me finally take that last leap of faith into faith to have you know taken that last last step it took me a bit um started this journey quite a bit ago talked a little bit on the podcast before kevin helped me out in the army i was having a tough time show up every day for work just saying something stupid oh my god complaining about something stupid anything uh, at all man and sure enough kevin was there saying you know this hey the good lord's still looking out something like that so it was a good time. Glad Kevin turned me on to it. Took me about a year and a half, two years to finally get to it. And I will say it has cured quite a bit of my depression and anxiety. It's what helps me get through a lot of my tough times. It's it's hard to explain to people who don't follow, but when you can't rationally make sense of something, that's when you have to turn to faith. I'm a big logical thinker. I've always been fantastic at math because that's exactly what it is. There's one answer. And you do this to get to the answer. <laughs> so I was I was very good at that. So I would try and rationalize everything, rationalize my past, and there's no answer. The human brain is so complex, there's just no answer. And so I finally turned and, and realized that faith faith helps the most successful people. Rockefeller, some people don't like him. First billionaire in the in the United States. He said he had three priorities to get him there. Priority one was God. Priority two was family and faith, and priority three was his career. So the first billionaire put his career third, just something to think about, especially in today's age. Um, But with that said, Justin, welcome to the show. I'm excited to hear your story. uh, Everyone listening, this man is interesting fella, funny guy, references (laughs) movies quite a bit, so I'm excited to see what we got today. Dope guy. Well, thank you. Um, I was just thinking about Goodwill Hunting when you said math. Since we're talking about business, <laughs> <laughs> wicked smart, wicked smart. Yeah, but I was thinking like people that live in glass houses shouldn't throw rocks. You know, I mean, it's just something you yeah. got to remember. That's true. That's true. Yep. Well, shit. Yeah, you so, want to take it from the top, then, man. Um. Yeah. Um. So my name is Justin. This is my testimony. It's a season of my testimony because our life goes in seasons. Uh, I was born in a Christian home. Life isn't easy. Uh, when I was five, I gave my life to Christ at Sunday school because Mrs. Lehman asked me if I wanted to give my life to Christ with the other kids. And I was like, what I got to lose? And I was five years old. So that whole summer, I, my mom was on the porch and I was asking my mom, like, who's God? What's this all about? How did everything happen? She goes, oh, you'll see when you're older. And oh. I should have remembered that, you know, because, like, you don't understand everything at five, you know. And then uh, high school, I got – I kept going to youth group. High school, I got involved in Young Life, nonprofit organization. And uh, I became a student leader. I volunteered at Wild Horse Canyon uh, for a summer when I was going in my junior year. But high school was kind of rocky. Like, I was always trying to fit in, like – trying to find my niche. I like, I played football, basketball, 
just always trying to fit in, fit in at church. Didn't feel like I fit in. Went to Young Life, felt like I fit in, you know? So it was like, always trying to look to see what I could fit in with. And that's been a journey and a struggle my whole life is always trying to fit. But uh, during high school, I got like in two accidents back to back. I was going to go volunteer at the Young Life camp in the, on the weekend in the winter, but there wasn't a, uh, the road wasn't paved to Wild Horse Canyon in Antelope, Oregon up in the canyon and the driver rolled the Suburban twice. And I was in the back seat, no seatbelt. Seat belts are crucial. And, uh, <laughs> Pro tip out there for the yeah, young. And, like, nobody got hurt except the driver. Her arm got, was on top of the roof of the Suburban on Whoa. the ground. And then like some, some more buses, vans came by going to camp that night. And so a bunch of guys came, lifted the Suburban up and I helped pull her out. Like, and I wasn't injured, you know, but then the next weekend I go to Red Robin with some friends uh, with two friends and we're going back to his house and a Cadillac stopped in the middle of the road, turned into apartments and he rear ended them. I was in the back seat again. So my mom didn't let me leave my house for a week. It was crucial. You know? like, I, wasn't, I wasn't safe, you know? So like God's gave me like 20 billion lives, you know, like, like a cat. I'm always curious, like a cat. I feel like a cat. Um, <laughs> Not really, but like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> not not but really. I, but then at nineteen, when I graduated when I graduated high school, I went to college at a junior college to play at one year of high school football, and then I moved home, and I felt kind of lost. I was going to community college, made some friends, but then I, yet again, I was trying to fit in again, and so I uh, I ended up getting into. Uh, partying a lot at 20, hanging out with older people. And I ended up ended up making poor choices, like from 20 to 25. When I was 21, I transferred to a Christian university from U of O. And I was like, oh, I'll get everything back together. I chose to try to lead Young Life and I led Young Life for a year. Then at 22, I went back to everything else. I got into partying again and um, Hanging out with the wrong people, and I was the wrong person too. I was always just trying to fit. So then at 25, on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, hold up. Prior to that, when I was 22, I asked some. I asked a friend, like, "Do you think someone could come back if they're Judas, out of the Bible?" And he goes, "Yeah, anybody's welcome back at the table." And so that, I always held on to that thought. So at 25, I ended up uh, Cinco de Mayo. My girlfriend broke up with me again. I lost money on video poker. I was supposed to pick up some illegal, some stuff. <laughs> okay. Hey, we're, hey, we got you, man. We got redacted. you. Yeah, redacted. I was uh, working at a motorcycle shop, and I ended up trying to outrun a cop at 2 a.m. I lost. He won. I got out of the car and ran. <laughs> so I'm in D-block that night, and there's a meth head in there with me. And he goes, you just got to give your life to Christ. <laughs> a meth like, head? Yeah, like he was. Oh. I could tell you he, he was on drugs or something. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm back to square one. I got to get my life back to Christ. I got to start walking with him because I was feeling empty inside. So my mom, my mom bailed me out the next day. Most parents won it. 25. Uh, she moved me home, and my friend started. And my friend started a Bible study with me, like a week later. And I also called everyone I used to party with and be like, hey, don't call me for anything unless you want to go to church. Because I started to go back to church. And uh, yeah, so like what I learned was God was rebuilding me. And my friend started a Bible study. We met once a week at a coffee shop, just me and him. And then I invited other friends that weren't living the party lifestyle. That were just, I'll call them square bears, you know, living a good life, you know around my age and we did Bible study together and I went to NA and AA for six months and outpatient rehab for six months. I kept my job at the motorcycle shop. I got made manager three months after single de mile 2010. And then I started a couple months later, like I was outside my outside my house. I was like, something bad's going to happen to me. And I don't know what it is, God. And so I was managing the shop in the March 19th, 2011. I go to work. I kind of black out on this day. I don't really remember it. 
but I was quitting that day to move down to California, but God had different plans. I crashed a Kawasaki Terex in the parking lot at work with a customer. Customer was fine, but I ended up in a coma for a month and a half. And uh, they removed half my skull right here. A coal mine? I, I was oh, in the coma. Oh, a coma. coma. I'm sorry. I missed her. Yeah, no, it's all good. And uh, I was in that coma for a month and a half. And then my, my parents and my family had a church service for me. And I woke up three days later. And when I woke up, I was like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Why'd you wake me up? Because I didn't, I didn't really realize what my point in my life was. Because even though I gave my life back to God in 2010, I was like, God, well, what do you have for me? You know, but I realized like, <laughs> yeah, like 70 times seven, I mean, he just keeps forgiving you. He keeps making a way, he keeps his promises. And I realized like, like I'm made to serve him. I'm made for him to shine bright out of me. And like nothing makes me happy except for him. Like I've had many seasons, like after my accident, made friends with some a homeless guy, he came to Christmas three times, older guy. I beat him at rummy. He beat me at rummy. It was brutal, you know, like. I hate losing, you know? Yeah. And I realize like my value isn't in people. It's only in God. Like God's my provider. Like 2000, I've had seizures since I went, I went three, I went four years without a seizure, 2016 through 20. And then I had a seizure and then I got scared to leave my house. COVID hit. And then I had another seizure. And then I, then I, uh, I read this book called you are next by Samuel Rodriguez. And it was about picking up your mat telling yourself you're next. So after not leaving my house for a year on December 2nd, after reading that book, watching a free flow dollar sermon about how the devil is always following arrows and how God's with you. Like life isn't easy. God is with you. So we can either accept God being with us or not with us. Like we can complain and pout and feel sorry for ourselves or just know God's with us in the storm. It's not a question like, it's not a question because a storm happens that God's not with us. It's because he's with us. Other people don't have God with them. But like once you accept your life, once you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, he's always with you. You're no longer alone. It's not like a one-man show. Like you have hope. Hope is in the unseen. Like I can name time after time, like God's rescued me. Rescued me from my own self-destruction. Rescued me from my own doubt. Like it's okay to doubt. You can be like, God, why? What do you want from me? Like, it's okay to ask God questions, but he's God. He's the one that has all the answers. He'll tell you what you need to know because he's the provider. He's the one that gives you breath and life. You know, like, so like, I believe we all have a purpose and a plan and it's just to glorify God. Without God, like our life means nothing. And I'm not God. I can't make the world. You know, I, I can't make matter. You know, like I'm as small as a speck of sand. But God still loves me. Like he loves everybody he created. You just have to give your life to him. It's your choice. And that's the beautiful part about God. Because we can't work for his love. We can't do anything for his love. He gives it to us for free. Pay for it on the cross. I mean, we just have to focus. It's all where you put your focus. I mean, if your focus stays on him or if you just focus on, on different things in the world. Like he's the one that made you. The one that loves you, you know. Like no other God, like there's so many different gods out there that people like try to worship. And it's all it's all about yourself with those guys, but with 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 Jesus, it's about him. Like he made the way. He's the one that's done everything. There's not another God like that. You don't have to pay him to get his love. You know, that's a big yeah. difference. And like he'll give you the purpose and the plan in different seasons. Like, I don't know. And what I found is like my struggle. Like I struggle with anxiety and panic, but you know what? God's with me. Like Peter or Paul, he struggled with a thorn in his side, but what he do? He kept preaching the gospel, you know? Yeah. So as long as we have breath, God's not done with us. That's what I want to share. Yeah. This, uh, well, first real quick, when you were in the coma, what was it like? It was just like you were sleeping for a month. Uh, yeah. I hear people can hear things when they're in the coma. No, when I was in my coma, like, honestly, like, I had a little vision, like, later that I felt like a star ready to come back to Earth. Like, Wait. that was, yeah, you like, I was, vision. yeah, like, and then during my accident as well, like, after my accident, 
I had dreams angels and demons were fighting over me. And an angel told me I'm fine. And I was looking down at myself like I'm God's. Whoa. But I mean, people can take those stories or not, but that's just my own experience, you know? Because God yeah. won. God won. Like, that's what it comes down <laughs> That's what it comes down to, you know? Yeah. No, there's, that's, uh, that was one of the first things Kevin kind of shared with me is like, dude, we were even in the car and instead of going right on green, he decided to wait like four seconds and right away there was a, a truck like going 50 miles per hour that ran the red light. And he's just like, look, see, man, we could have just got like gotten absolutely obliterated right there. But for some reason we didn't. And there was just like you, like give, I was given way too many chances of too many times where I could have a hundred percent died. And I just haven't, there's just way too many times. I've, I mean, I've, I've suffered multiple concussions through hockey that, any one of those could have went went the wrong way, and it would have been over. It's because it, God's not done with you; He has a purpose. Yeah, for you. there's there's something. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that dude. Like, I, like the light turned green, and this light is like right by my house. Let's listen a mile away. I went to this light a thousand times already, but I don't know if we were talking or what. But I just didn't go when the light turned green, and then I hear this like tires screeching to my left. But I've already pulled up a little bit, and I'm like. This dude is like, I didn't have time to decide, like, should I go or should I stop? It was like, this dude's fixing to like, because I was on the driver's side and he's coming from the left. So I would have been killed right away. Tommy in probably the back seat and Trevor's right next to me. And I'm in, we're, my car is not a tank by any means. It's, <laughs> we're driving around in a piece of paper, dude. Like, we would have all been creamed at that point. And I'm like, bro, because I didn't go, we were, nothing happened. And that, and then a month later, it happened again with my sister. I came, I moved, moved back home, and my sister, she's at the red light, she's driving, and she just didn't go. I don't even know if we were talking. She just waited a second before she went, and the same exact thing, except it was like a semi. And I remember as a kid, now that I, now that I think about it, as a kid, the same thing happened. I was in the car, passenger seat with my mother. I, dude, I was probably maybe ten years old, and a, a semi honking honking his horn because he's not stopping he's going 50 and my mom just looks to the left slams on the brakes and he rolls on by it's just there's just way too many times too many coincidences to where i should have died and absolutely didn't i'm still here you want to hear one of, you want to hear one of my worst ones oh yeah please. i want to hear <laughs> yeah it's, it's not it's not like the coma but like when i was like in grade school i think i was like second grade or first grade I was at Silver Creek Falls, like their camp, like where people could go camping. And I was up like, I was up at the top where you can walk by the waterfall and there's like a brick, there's like a, a brick fence that you can look over the brick fence, if that makes sense. Like it's waist, waist high. You can look over and see the oh, falls yeah. and everything. But I was on my bicycle riding with my family. And then like, of course, me being me, I get going too fast. I don't stop. And then I hit the brick wall. <laughs> my, my dad comes running from behind and grabs me. And like it was brutal. Like I almost went over. Like off That's a insane. freaking cliff, right? Yeah. Like off the freaking like into the waterfall, you know, at five. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like just so many close calls. Like how I shared, like how that suburban flipped up in the canyon. Yeah, how yeah. How in the hell? How the hell? Yeah, you yeah. Well, he's just that, like rolling bro. down. I'm, I'm picturing what? Hot Rod when he just jumps down the cliff. He's just ah, and he just keeps well, hitting every tree. Was it didn't roll down the cliff. It it rolled towards the hill, so it went like this. Ah, uh, okay. But we stayed on the ground, so it didn't roll. If it would have, if it would have slid the other way, I wouldn't be here. You know. Yeah. Oh man. I'm like, yeah. How the hell you get? I thought. I thought it was like the, those videos no. you see, like people in South America, the giant cliff right next to the road. No, I'll I'll show it to you later. But like, it's just called the Washington Family Ranch. It used to be called the Rajneeji Camp because they took a mm. cult place where the Rajneesis were, and then it got turned into a young life camp after the after that place shut down. Is it a cult? Yeah, there was a cult there prior to Young Life owning the property. <laughs> wow, perfect like, place to put a what? church. Yeah, like there was this cult, like the Rajneesis. And what ended up happening, like they had towers and like guns on them, like to shoot people and stuff. They poisoned the town to take over. 
government shut them down. <laughs> Only trick in the book. Uh, yeah, but, then, like, no. but then like, I forget what year it was. Like late before the 2000s is like when Young Life got it. And before they got the camp, all these acres and stuff, um, lightning hit the office building of where the whoa yeah <laughs> See, you're on the wrong path at that point dude. Yeah, yeah like god wasn't messing around you know he took out those rods music camp <laughs> like, i can't have this shit no more man yeah, it was crazy i know you don't hear about too many cults nowadays man no oh, what I were they I, uh, Bible joe rogan's joe, joe rogan's uh he bought a new comedy club down in Houston or Austin, and he um he said that his, the building was owned by cults. Like it, there's a whole documentary on the cult that used to own Joe Rogan's comedy club. It's crazy. God brings them yeah. down. Yeah, no, they're over with. They never take over. the The closest cult to taking over was your boy Hitler, and that was pretty damn close. There are some but, interesting cults out there, man. It's yeah. that's one of those subjects, bro. It, it's so cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, like cults, like like the difference between cults and like Jesus is they all promise something they don't deliver. You know, you know that's what cults do. They all promise something they can't deliver, and Jesus always delivers. You know, like yep. we'll make you rich. We'll you're gonna have multiple wives. You're gonna enjoy life. No, sorry, you're gonna be in misery. <laughs> You know, like, like the Bible tells you how to live your life and actually have joy in life. You may not always be happy, but you can have joy. Like yeah. everybody else is like fake happiness, you know? Yeah, that's actually, I, uh, even my life, I was writing in my journal yesterday and, or, or text, I think I was texting somebody and instead of saying stay happy, I said stay joyful. But I, I literally erased it. I wrote happy and erased it and said joyful because it's just it's a completely different. You can't you can't describe happiness. Happiness is everyone's individual perception of being as joyful as possible. But you could you could be joyful without having a million dollars, without having a family, without having you know, this the list goes on. You could still stay joyful. And I will say, ever since I have started praying a lot more, my life has been a much more joyful. Well, it's because God wants to hear from you. Like, we yeah. always come to God being like, hey, I want this and that and that. Like, just coming to God and just giving him thanks. Like, me, for instance, like, I'm not perfect. Or else, I, if I was perfect, I wouldn't need God. You know, that's the big difference. Oh, but I, I feel I like, I feel like David at times, like in the Bible, like, he always comes to God, complains, gives God thanks for Pat for his past. How we've seen God move, and then he asks God again, and God always delivers. You know, I mean, God always comes through. You know, He's like, I need protection. You brought me through this last time, and so we got to remind ourselves what God has done for us. We got to look back and be like, Oh, okay, this makes sense. God did this before. He delivered me. Do you just think this like, didn't look the same? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's all good. So I was going to ask, like, when you were in your, your party phase, right, just acting up, how did you find God again? Well, it's because I, like, the seed was already planted. Like, I got baptized when I was 16. You know, like, the seed was always there. God never left me. God seen me. There was nights when I'd come home after partying, and I'd be like, God, please forgive me. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I, I printed the crucifixion on my wall with the Bible verse. Oh, like I was, wow. I was wilding out. Like, I don't know. Like, but I was scared to come back, you know, because I made a mess. You had that comfort too. Like, it, better the devil, you know, you know what's gonna happen. If you yeah. go out and party, right? Yeah, but like, I was still empty. You know, I was empty. I just yeah. had to come back to him to fill that's, my cup. To have that's my like wife. that the happiness versus joy thing. Like I could do drugs and be happy, but I'm going to be far from joyful. Yeah. But I was never happy. You know, like, honestly, like people can, people can make you happy, but you can only be happy through the Lord. But I was seeking people to make me happy. However, that could come was through people when I wasn't realizing God makes me happy. God brings me joy. God never leaves me. 
you know, like that's the big difference. Like I was always seeking that, but I had it the whole time. I now like, how, I, what I was, what I was going to say, like with me, like I had to come full circle, you know, like where I gave my life back to Christ or when I gave my life to Christ to come full circle where I started and stop turning left and right to come back to him. If that makes sense. Um, I, I think, I mean, I know like, we both go ahead. I'm like to, to remember where I started, how, like I started in him. He's been with me. I had to get back to that, you know? Yeah. 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 It's like we both struggled with uh, addiction, both of us. And it's just like, after a while, I think you just get kind of tired of it. Like, you know, what's yeah. going to happen, but you just, it's exhausting after a while, just chasing something that you're never going to, you're never going to get. And even if you do. It's, it's, it's temporary. Yeah. Then we get addicted to like, even like not like anything can bring addiction, like social media, Facebook, people get addicted to getting likes. They want enough likes. And so like anything can be used for good, but then everything can be used for bad as well. Like with my Facebook, like I post, like if anybody needs prayer, shoot me a message or a text. I post it every day to let people know my door is open. You know, like, cause in, that helps me stay centered on God, you know, like not about like what I provide, but more on him. Like, cause then that actually creates a relationship with people instead yeah. of check out my pictures, you know, like a real relationship too. Yeah. Like how, how would you, yeah. how would you describe God? I love, to, I love to put over people. You know what? Here's how I describe God. We can never fully understand. It even tells us in the Bible. We're like small as a figment. We're so small like a speck of sand. I just know God created everything. He created the earth. I read the Bible. It confirms it. Even without the Bible, I can hear God. I can see God. You know, like he has a purpose and a plan. You know, like our earth, if it wasn't a certain degree, <laughs> it, <laughs> there wouldn't be life here. We, we know, could be like, a foot to the left and nothing would ever live. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you know, like the, the degree and angle, like a man, oh, man yeah. couldn't create what God has done. Like I can't create a star, you know, like I can maybe create a missile, but it's not going to last. You know, it's going to be, I don't know, like oxygen, like God gives me breath, you know, like, I don't know. Just that's just me. Like, I just know it's God. Yeah, like I was saying, the things you can't explain. Yeah, like there's a there's lot. Gotta like, be for, something. for an example, the Trinity. This is like a lot of division with religions that say they're Christian. Like they try to be like, oh, the Trinity can't be true because I can't explain it. Well, so what? You know, like I believe in the Trinity. I, I'm not God. I can't explain everything he does. You know, like he's yeah. God. Yeah. That took me a while to realize, too, is like, I, I would imagine, because I was struggling. I'm like, how can a God be like, what is what is that, you know? But I'm like, yeah. even if I had a window and the other side was God, I would probably not even be able to look like see it. Like, I couldn't understand what that was with just my human brain. Yeah, because our brains are so small. Like. Mm hmm like it's and even if we go ahead Kev. like you could function on a dimension that i just can't perceive if that makes yeah. sense yeah yeah no on the human thing it's uh that's that's another thing that just had my mind twirling is where where humans came from and even our minds if you take our minds we are so you can't we we can't evolve into what the, what we are there's just no way i'm sorry i believe in some ev evolution but there's no way you can evolve for because we are we're the only species on this world that has the idea of the future and the only species that is aware that we're going to die. And the only the only species with a subconscious that doesn't just evolve out of nowhere. You don't just get that. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, we're all made from like the same DNA, like every human. Yeah. And it's, and it's a million, like a billion different little particles within us that makes us all different. Like, it's insane. Yeah, but what's, what's crazy about it is that, like, 
I was reading something a while back. You can't believe everything you read, you know, but like we have the same DNA as Adam and Eve. We have the same like exact like DNA, even though there's a little difference. I forget the name of it. Maybe it's like chromosome, you know, but we have the same exact one. So like, even though like people have different skin colors, we all have the same DNA. Yeah. So that's yeah. what blows my mind. You know, like we all have the same DNA. Like race doesn't make you different. Yeah. What what gets me is like the whole like religion versus evolution debate. It's like, okay, I can see why we would be tanner if we live closer to the equator. That I understand, right? But yeah. to act like we it the life on earth started with some bacteria or something, and then two billion years later we're here to bro to me that would be like if i had a a giant sack of like a hundred thousand letters and tossed it out of an airplane and expected it to make the bible you know yeah like that's just like the odds of us being like evolved from like a fish or whatever because it grew legs it's like i'm sorry that seems such a stretch <laughs> that it couldn't be possible without something supernatural or a higher power intervening i guess yeah, like even Darwin went against his own beliefs later. Really? Yeah, I forget what he said. He said something. I mean, it's just like. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. Like, I, I okay, I get like, okay, a bird on an island will adapt to live that island. That I yep. understand. But, I mean, to, a fish just thought, oh, let me go out in the water on my own accord. And then grew legs. And then a, a billion years later, we're here. That, I don't get that, bro. Then I'm going to be a dinosaur. You know what yeah. I'm saying, dude? Like, yeah, you hear the debate constantly, and it's just one that I'm like, okay, I think there's room for both. You know? Yeah. Um, and then no, it comes down to like, how, how we're not God, you know? Like, you're not going to know everything, you know? Like, and that's, that's one of the hardest things. I think that's the biggest problem with getting people to follow religion. Because, I, like I said, I, I wanted to know everything. I was seeking everything. I knew if I just looked... I can find the answer to everything. That's what I thought. But to admit you, that you don't know is one of the hardest things in the world to do. People will walk this earth till the day they die, believing that they know everything. And to finally yep. say, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> like I, I have zero idea. I just don't know. I've been trying to figure this out for years now. I'm 25 years old. I don't know, man. That's one you of the hardest things to do. You know, it's always stuck out to me with the Bible, What's that? at least in my mind, that makes it different than even all the Christian sects. Like, I just believe in the Bible alone. Just give me the Bible. You know, that's all I need. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be hearing other stories or other things. You know, I'll read my C.S. Lewis, like the problem with pain. Like, I love C.S. Lewis. But like the bit, like one of my favorite verses is John. I think it's first John 419 is I loved you before you could love me. Like all the other oh, gods man. in the world, they didn't love you before you could love them. You know, like all these other ones that all preach, like you got to do something for them. But with God in you, you're going to do something for God with God in you. You know? But that, that's yeah, like yeah. one of the well, main what's things. The, that's, uh... that's one of the main things that's always stuck with me. Like he loved me before I could love him. Who else is going to do that for you? That's exactly like a dad, like a parent. You know, like oh, your parents yeah. before a traditional parent. Like oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying old school parents when they love their kid before they before they their kid could love them back, you know? A yeah. throwback right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what was it? It's Moses asking God, Who are you? And he said, I am that I am. Just like he he is like, what's your name? I am that I am. <laughs> He is everything. He, that's yeah. he is everything. You look to your left. You look to your right. That's that's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. It's just it's hard to comprehend when you have been stuck in a hole for so long trying to figure everything out. It's like this this yeah. answer has been written down, been written down for a thousand two thousand years, and so, somehow we're still able to read it. It's insane. Yeah, and then Jesus also says he is I am. You know, like, so it's really cool. I mean, it all fits together why the old and the new fits, you know?
Because mm -hmm. the old is all about Jesus coming. The new is about how he came. The first covenant was torn. You know, so I mean, that's the beauty of it. Because it's a yes. masterpiece. When you read the Old Testament, you're reading about Jesus coming. And you're seeing all of us struggle. Like all the prophets, they struggled. You know, like yeah. they all struggled. Like Hezekiah, he was going to die. Elijah came to him. Like I... I always think about Hezekiah because my my life I've had seizures as in my coma I thought I was gonna die, God raised me up. But like Hezekiah, he gets told he's gonna die by Elijah. Then he prays to God and asks for more life. What did God give him? More life. You know, so it's kind of. But it was it was he had to come to God. You know, yeah. he had to come to God and ask God for more life. He was in tears, and God gave him more life, because God originally tells Elijah that he's that Hezekiah is gonna die. Go tell him. You know, so it's all about who you turn to. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I was watching something today and somebody was making fun of a dude because he follows one guy. Jesus being the one guy. You follow one guy. I don't get how you could just follow that one guy. And the guys ask him, okay, so what do you follow? You follow yourself, right? Yeah, I follow what I want to do. Okay, you're one guy. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> shit. You're also one guy, you know? Like, it, it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's all very interesting because it's it's also all very abstract. That's that's why I love, I love the brain. I love psychology. I love it all because it's an abstract concept that I seem to understand well, and not a lot of people can do that. <clears throat> Yeah, I think too. Like, yeah, like well, oh. go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you need to you need to keep your thought and share it, so I don't. Worry oh about no, it. yeah, it's just like an abstract thing. Take it at that. Like, I am, I am, right? You've got a, 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 you know, a thing, God, right? And that's obviously he can function in dimensions that are above us. English is limited. We can only understand so much. How can you explain something that we have no idea how to even understand? You know what I mean, though? Like, explain to me a color even. I know what a color is. Go ahead and explain to me a, the color red. You can't. Now Sorry. imagine Now no. imagine it's, some, it's something above a color we can't even do. That, yeah. I'm sorry. That's what I was thinking about, man. It's just explaining yeah. something supernatural to using natural ways. There's something else I want to share, too. Like, people will say, I can do anything through God, but you can't. You can only do what God allows you to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, like, I can't dunk. You know, I could pray to God and ask him to let me dunk, but is he going to let me dunk? No. You know, so, no. like, you can't. You can't do all things, you know, only he can. If you think you can, about it, you know, like, because you can do what's life, meant to happen. Yeah, you can do what he wants you to do. <laughs> Just imagine uh, praying to God, I could dunk, bro. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was meant to dunk, I'd be a little bit taller. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a baller, you know, like. Yeah, yeah catch real. me at that three-point line instead. Oh, yeah, Trevor's lethal from three, man. But yeah. but then, like, we can't limit what God can do because he can do anything. But he'll only do what he, he only do, he only does what pleases him. And so when we line yeah. up with what pleases God, we're walking in line with him. You know, like when we're thinking about, oh, how can I please God today? Like me, like I'll pray sometimes. I forget. I get distracted. I'm a sinner. I'll be like God. You, I'll be like God. Use me today. I don't know how you can use me, but just use me today. And you know what happens? I pay attention when God uses me. When I don't pray to start my day, I'm not paying attention. I'm stuck. Yeah. Now. You know, like yeah, like, but like when you just pray and ask God, I mean, like help me, help me see my day through. Help me do well. Take my burdens. You know, like casting your burdens on Him. Because you can't carry them. Because if you try to carry yeah. your burdens, you're going to trip. You know? I think that's a hard thing for people to do is just relinquishing control over their life and their destiny. Like, that's a hard thing, I think, for a lot of people to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, saying, I don't know, go ahead. And that's okay that you don't know. 
Yeah, because no one knows. No one has a single clue, man. And that's why it's so hard. Like, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to even spread God's word or anything just because I, I feel like everyone's just going to point fingers or laugh or something. But when I think about it, it's just like they don't know. They have zero idea. I have zero idea. I feel like my, my idea is a little closer than yours. Let me try <laughs> and share it. <laughs> all, all you can do is you can plant a seed, you know, and someone else yep. can water it, you know, so you can't be scared because yeah. ultimately that's on him. That's not on you. You do your part, but it's all on him. Yep. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. on him. You know, at I the mean, end of the day, yeah, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Like, what was that? If it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Yeah, like through him. Like it's on him. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't mean don't take steps. Like you should preach the gospel, what you know. I mean, you should tell others about God. I like mean, when I first that's joined. The two things you're supposed to do is repent and, and uh, preach the gospel, ain't it? Yeah, like when I first joined M3 last July. My first month, all I would do was talk about God in New York. They didn't really like it, but I was like, <laughs> I'm like, God woke me up from a coma. I'm just happy to be here. God loves you. You know, like fresh out the coma, yo. What up? Yeah, yeah. I got all excited because yeah. my coma was 2011. But like, like sometimes I don't have a filter, but that's a blessing and a curse. Like, God's helped me with that, you know? Because I'm like, yeah. you God, you know, like, like one time I was witnessing to this Muslim who I met at the coffee shop and there's a prayer room on the fourth floor of this coffee shop. And so I showed him the prayer room, even though we're from different faiths. I told him, you know, the difference between I go, you know, the difference between my God and your God with Jesus is that he loved you before you could love him. Cause all these other religions, you got to do all these things. You got to keep striving on your own with Jesus. You strive, but you're striving with them. You're not striving on your own. You know, like you're with them, because yeah, like, don't the Muslims they believe in Jesus, just not that he was God yeah, or something? Just a great prophet. That's what they believe. But, but I heard. Comes, okay. Oh, sorry. But then it comes down to like what they can get rewarded. You know, like in their oh. own paradise. But like, you know, like with me, the biggest reward I can ever have is being with Jesus for eternity. That's enough. That's more than that. <laughs> Sign me you know, up, man. You know, like, I don't need anything else. I just need him. I need him here. I need him in my afterlife. Yeah. I'd rather that's not burn in hell. You know, I mean. You no, think that this sounds horrible. Works? Yeah, I know. You think <laughs> yeah. this place is bad, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think earth sucks? Check yeah. out hell. Yeah, but, like, just having, like, I don't know, just having the Holy Spirit in you when you accept Jesus. I mean, you still still make mistakes, still stub your toe. But still God, drink wine. But God helps you pick up your cross and keep walking, you know? Yeah, how do yeah you that's why it's... Go ahead, I said that's why it's so important for us to share this on our platform, too, is because a lot of people we're trying to reach out to are trying to do it on their own and are in their own heads and are battling their own battles against their own brain. Yep. It's like, man... The idea that you have to just be out here alone in the most uh, – we could connect to anybody we want. I could send a text to Elon Musk right now or a DM to Elon Musk right now. Like that's insane, absolutely insane. We could connect to anyone we want to, and to believe that you have to do it on your own is such it, – It. I hate to even talk about it because it, it. that's what I was doing, and it led me down one path, and it was suicide. If you think you could do this on your own, you are out of your mind. You are absolutely out of your mind. I'll have what you, you have. have. To, yeah, like it's it's unreal. You cannot do it alone. We're meant to talk to each other. We're meant for com communities and we're meant to follow somebody. Somebody has if someone came up to you, you were you were taking a test. You're taking one of them stupid standard tests for high school or whatever it is. And someone came up to you and said, "Here you go." Here's here's all the answers. Are you going to take that and just like throw it away and ignore the person that came up to you? No. You'd be a lunatic. We have all the answers. All you have to do is read. All you have to do is open up the Bible, start learning, start striving, use your curiosity to figure out what's on next. It's 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 sad. It's so sad because I, I was in that boat. I was there. 
Yeah. And the biggest thing is just giving your life to Christ, like just receiving them. Because you're always going to have struggles, but then you're never alone. He's always mm -hmm. with you. Like I've had seizures and I've been like, okay, God, I had a seizure. Are you not like, why are you letting me have these? But it's like, God's still working with me, you know? Yeah. I don't give up on him because he doesn't give up on me and I need him. Yeah. You know that I mean? really, like when we were, uh, or when I was deployed to uh, Djibouti, it's like in the Horn of Africa by Somalia. Excuse me. And we'd fly across the sea a lot of the times at night. And this shit probably be like pitch black flying three hours over the water. And we're like 100 feet off the ocean, right? I'm like, <laughs> and I, I'm just sitting there like 20 years old. Bro. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. If it's my time, it is my time, bro. That's all <laughs> I could think. It's like I could get all anxious about, you know, this happened or that. Like, because I knew, bro, if we crash, I'll either die when we hit the water. I'll drown. Or I'm going to swim to shore and they're going to kill me there. It's like, okay, if that happens, then so be it. But there's no point in worrying about it. What yeah. all these like, if it's going to happen or it'll, it'll happen or it won't, you know? And there's, uh, yeah. It's just, it's, I think it really helps people to say, like, or to realize what's meant to happen will. But, like with you, Trev, like when uh, when you didn't have your faith and I could tell that it would help you. And it's like, like, I don't want to come across all preachy or whatever. But I had the answers, dude. Yeah. Like you were taking the test and I had the answers. And I'm like, I got to help him at least, at least try, you know. Yeah, give him a couple answers. Yeah, it's yeah. like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, so you know you have all these answers but it's like how do you how do you communicate to that with someone without coming across as kind of preachy or or yeah or mr know-it-all but one of mr. the know-it-all oh, you know one of the coolest things to do is like keep a journal like just me personally mm -hmm. and write some verses down and then write my thoughts down that way i can retain them you know like just so i have them like in my heart in my mind that way it's not just a Sunday thing. Like Exodus 14, 14. Like, uh, like there's, there's a verse in the Bible where it says, I am with you. Like Psalms, Psalms 30, 30 verse 2 says, Oh my Lord, my God, I cried for help and you healed me. So it's about what you decide to retain and not retain. So like, if you yeah, know, like, so I was just, you, you know, like, write that verse down or write that verse and then write your thoughts and just give praise to them, you know, like. Yeah. And that's what I was, uh, that's what I was thinking. I, I like Matthew a lot. I don't know if you've seen the chosen, anyone who's struggling with the idea of God, go watch the chosen. It's free. The chosen TV. I'll put a link below. Um, uh, it really puts into perspective Jesus coming to, to life and Jesus showing up and all of that. It, and so I started watching Matthew because I, in the show, Matthew, in the show, Matthew is this very logical guy, extremely logical, the best um, tax collector in all of the land. And he ends up turning to God, but you, throughout the whole show, he's taking notes, he's writing stuff down. And he was, he's the one that wrote all Jesus's sermon down, sermon down. And so I, things that stuck out to me the most were in Matthew. So if you need somewhere to start, there you go. Yeah. John's another good one. That's the one that everyone tells me to go uh, read when I talk to them about this. But all you have to do is open open your mind up and ask somebody. That's exactly how I ended up going to church. I said, hey, man, y'all look like you're from church. <laughs> where, where can I go? <laughs> like, where do I fit in? Help a brother just, out. Yeah, like it's just opening your mind up because it, 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 it's there. It, the answers are there. You just got to be willing to accept them. And that's that's another thing that made me think about it harder. Steve Harvey has a unbelievable story about this all, um, opening your hands up and ready to receive the package. He, was, he had an old car in the driveway at his mom's house, and he kept coming home to mom. So I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to get a new car. And for it was like three months, he never got a new car. He kept walking or whatever it was. And his mom finally said, 
no, you're not going to get a new car. And he's like, what, mom? Yes, I am. I'm going to get a new car. She's like, you're not going to get a new car until you're ready to receive that new car. You have to get the old one out and be ready with open arms to receive the package. God has the package. Like we're saying, God has the answers. All the answers are there. You have to be willing to accept them. You have to willing be willing to put everything else aside for a second and understand what the answers mean. Yeah, it's true. It's like, but to the people that don't believe in God, it's like they're not, in their mind, they're not not willing to accept a package. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're not shutting God out. It's just, it's like they are, but they don't realize that. Like in their mind, there is no package. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think like, if you know someone that is like that, how do you get them to kind of know that there is something else out there? Hmm. Justin, we still got you real quick. Oh, there you are. Sorry, I had to use the bathroom. Oh, no, it's all good. Oh, I was about to go too. <laughs> no, Trevor was saying um, how it's like you just have to be open to receiving the package. Like, yep the answer so to speak but i'm wondering like to the people that don't believe in god there there is no package and so it's like how do you approach that like knowing that there is something that can help them but they're kind of closed off to that idea well just let christ speak out of you you know because like we're living testimonies we're living life he's in us so even like when we don't know what to say We'll say something and it's through him. And we're not going to know why we said it. You know, I'm, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, you're not going to know why you said that. Yeah, yeah. Like with Trev, I'm like, well, I could try and be funny about it. Like, I'm pretty good at that. But it's like, that is, I guess, just Christ speaking through me, you know? Yeah, and God uses us to plant seeds. And like, we need water too. We need to be watered, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I know what like you that, mean, man. That's why we have communities. That's like why we need communities of other believers, other people to hold us accountable, other people to pray for us. It's like just because you got Christ in you, that's where it starts. It's not easy. Like you're going to have peace. You'll always have peace in him. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be storms. Yeah. Because like, like you being in the military, you know, like, you know, you've heard stories about people being captured. Like that movie Unbroken. Like he oh, became a yeah. fantastic <laughs> film where he's yeah, holding he, that shit up, dude. Yeah, he became a Christian, man. Went through all that stuff. And yet he still chose God. You know, like it's amazing, man. Like that's and that's what I that's what I was saying too. Is I um my first thing when turning to God or trying to figure out what God was is I just kept looking and looking and looking at the most successful people. Yeah. And I'm talking like millionaires billionaires i look towards them and it was either they're oh kevin's not here for this they're jewish or they're christian and so to <laughs> me that was that was a red flag saying hey man uh what are you doing all these people you want to be rich follow what these people are doing every single one of them i'll see a short or tiktok whatever it is yeah. and i go and i follow that full the full interview that they have and sure enough, they bring up God in like every answer that they have. Yeah, like Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, he's bringing up yeah. God right now, dropping God. Yeah. yeah, everybody, everybody who has some money is praying to someone or talking to someone that's not themselves. And to me, that was like a red flag saying, "Hey, it's time for you to turn to God and start believing." Yeah, but like, and then you discover it's not about money; it's just about having having Him in your life. Right. Money is emptiness. Like people liking you, it's empty. But being in him, I mean, that's where it's at. Because then you're going to be connected with the right people. You're going to be connected to, to to tell other people about his love, to be used by him. Because, like, I can't complete you. Kevin can't complete you. The only one that can complete you is God. You know, like, actually give you that happiness. Actually give you that love. God fills everything that's missing in you. You know, like. There's homeless people that are happier than other people, you know? Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. No, like, not all of them, but I'm just saying, like, there's actual people with no money there's, that yeah. are actually happy that aren't on drugs, 
that are like just happy about happy about God, you know? Yeah, like, I have way too many stories about the homeless man. Yeah, like if you look at Job in the Bible, like Job, he was all rich. I just started a Bible study on him. He was all rich, had everything. He loses everything. And he's like, I'm so small, but I still love you, God. You know what I'm saying? Then he asked God questions, and God's like, I don't got to tell you. Were you here when I did this? You know, so it's like, I don't yeah, know. We no. just, we just got to keep our minds on him, you know? I remember I was watching a TikTok about Mike Tyson. Shout out to Iron Mike, dude. Mm-hmm. But they were the guy was asking him about, like, he won $30 million on a fight. He's like, listen, man. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, what's, what's up? What did you say? He said, listen. He said, like, you got all this money for the fight. You know, you had to be pretty happy. And Mike Tyson's like, all the money in the world don't mean nothing if you don't have your peace. Yep. And I'm like, that is true, bro. We're in America, dude. Everyone gets caught up on money. That is like the only metric that happiness is judged by a lot of the times. And it's like, yeah. bro, me and Trevor are fucking not swimming in dough by any means. But we're still some happy people. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah hey, baby. Hey, dude. Like like my grandpa, when he got back from World War II, he started a garbage company after two businesses failed, you know? And then every night he got down on his hands and knees and prayed in his bedroom. You know? So, like, I only know that because after he died, he died when I was, like, six, you know? And then, like, yeah. I, was, I would stay the summer with my grandma when I was in grade school sometimes, a couple weeks. And every summer she'd be reading her Bible making my lunch, putting Matlock and Perry Mason on, then taking her nap, and then cooking dinner. I'm like, what a good life. And then she'd always watch Charles Stanley every Sunday. You know, I mean, she's at her focus. Like, like just, just being old and still having your focus on God and just being content with stuff. I mean, God's the only one that can make you content. You know, yeah. you can go chasing money. You can go chasing, like, having a, a cool house. I don't know, but, like, there's I'm not going to get buried with the house. Yeah, just join the Lord. Yeah, there's so much about, like out there beyond money. I'm not saving that or not saying that just because I don't have a lot of it, but like all yeah. the money, all the money in the world does not mean anything if I'm mentally and spiritually bankrupt. Dude. Yeah, like, but God will give you money. God will help you. He just helps everybody differently, but it's the same love. You know, it doesn't mean that he loves you less or loves you more. You know, because like I said, a speck of sand. We're so small. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it'll all happen when it's meant to. That's what I, my yeah. biggest takeaway in life. I keep telling myself, man, it'll happen when it's supposed to. And just, yeah, just for the, the listeners out there. Someone asked, I'm a big Lil Wayne fan. Someone asked Lil Wayne, like, dude, you're 40 years old now. What do you miss? What What do you look back on and say, man, I miss that? And he said, I miss my time, my old times, the old times with the homies. Because I have, the homies may be gone. We could do better times. We could, we could try to have those same times. We could do even better times. But I cannot recreate those times with the old homies chilling wherever I was. I just can't. I could do it even better now. And it's still not the same. I still miss it. So it's like, even when you're going through that struggle, man, it's still, it's, it's, you're not going to become who you are unless you go through a struggle. That's that's what I've learned. I've been through quite a bit. Yeah. And the next struggle is going to happen. So enjoy yep. your peace today. Another yeah. struggle is going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, though. Too. It's like, what'd you miss about the Army? It was the people. It wasn't the going to PT or doing some bullshit. <laughs> it was coming downstairs and y'all be out there acting like you were doing the right thing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Oh, oh, oh look live. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Also, yeah, yeah. You know how you, you know how you talked about how you watch like all these famous people that were millionaires mm-hmm. and stuff. Do you remember sharing that earlier? Yeah. yeah, yeah. My screen kind of okay. You remember sharing that? Yeah. If you think about Solomon. Instead of asking God for money or asking for other things, he asked him for wisdom, you know, and like he was seeking wisdom, you know, 
So I thought That's about you day. when you're talking about that, you know, like how you looked up everybody, you know? Yeah. And God, and the goal, God gives you wisdom. Oh, yeah. Is that lady you were talking to, Trevor, you talk about how wise you are for your age? Oh, man, I guess, yeah, I haven't shared that story. That was unbelievable. Talk That's probably me. a story for another time. No. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, but you're right. It's like there's other currencies. Hey, I got to Okay. Oh, you good? You got to go? Could I wrap this up with you guys today? Yeah, man. You yeah, want to send okay a prayer for us? Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Pressure. Oh, yeah. I'd bend down, but I have a little bald spot, so I'm not going to bend down as I close my eyes. <laughs> we, we will. We I'll, will. I'll enough for you. All right. I didn't wear my hat. Yeah. Get, get one. God, take it off. Dear God, thank you for this time together to, and thank you for letting me share my testimony with these two and whoever listens to it. And thank you for letting them share what they shared today, Lord. Thank you that you make us complete and whole and just bless our times together and bless our times as we reach other people and tell them about you, Lord, and just give us our strength and wisdom in all things, Lord, that you are a provider, our healer, our refuge. And just I praise you, Lord, today, just for today. You gave us air to breathe. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 How do you Thank rate you for it? coming on. Do yeah, I get a no, seven, no. a four? It's, it's at least uh, six above mine. I will say this. I will say this. Sometimes, like, I'll think about, like, oh, why am I a Christian, not like a Muslim or a Jew, right? Yeah. I feel, I feel it when I pray to God. Yeah. And that's enough for me, man. But I felt yep. it. With your prayer, Justin. So I will say cool. S tier, bro. I give you guys an A plus for this group chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, glad you uh glad you came on. Glad you were open enough. Uh yeah, I, thanks I know for having for me sure on. I, I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But, well, yeah, we'll, we'll link you when it's uploaded then. Yes, yeah, sir. You can, you can post it on my Facebook, post it on my page if you want, with your link. Okay. And just put, just put, I'm not a big deal. <laughs> oh, put a huge deal on it. Huge. Huge. Yeah. The biggest deal you ever seen. Huge. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys uh, later. Bye. All right. For all right. See you, man. Thank you again. For sure. Yes, sir.